Welcome to the Sunday Night Army podcast with your host, Jacob. All right, welcome to the show. I am Jacob, and thank you for joining me in another episode in the music series. We are rolling along with a bunch of independent artists for the rest of the summer. And if you haven't noticed yet, there's a new look to the Spotify playlist where all the guests end up. Go check that out in Spotify. It's also linked in the bio and the link tree. So check that out. Make sure you like, subscribe, and follow. Get all these awesome artists there for you all in one playlist. It's got a new look, new cover, all, all the cool stuff. Over six hours of music, so check that out. And of course, if you want to support the show and keep this all going, grab the in that same link. There's the merch store. Go check it out. There's usually a sale, about 35% off every couple weeks. Pick up some merch, support the show. That's the best way, besides listening, to help this show roll along. All right, let's get to the interview. Right now on the Sunday Night Army, we're going to continue with the music series with a special guest all the way from the UK. I'd like to introduce singer songwriter Lindsay Farrow. How are you today? I'm fine, thank you. I'm very well. Um, how are you? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. And i always fascinated by my interviews from uh, artists from across the pond, as I like to call it, because I not, not only do I love independent music, I love independent music from the UK because, well, it's just a lot of fun to listen to. It is. <laughs> it's something that it has been proven that the UK music makes a big impact on the world and of course on the indie scene. So I'm always very excited to do that. Oh, brilliant. Well, thank you for having me on the show. Oh, not a problem at all. Now let's, let's before we get to your new track uh, that we have here today called not your story, I want to know more about you. So let's start there. I want to know how you became an artist and how did you start? Okay. Um, so I've, loved music from when I could barely wobble as a baby uh, where I would bob in tune to um, TV theme music uh, one in particular was Home and Away at the time and I would literally be bobbing there in place and I've been performing since I was about two three years old but mainly in community stuff so things like musicals in um, local community plays or reciting poetry from a young age and um, I never had any formal vocal lessons so I learned to sing by watching Disney um, and my mum my got pretty annoyed from time to time because I when I started to sing I sang with an American accent mm-hmm. which I don't have any problem <laughs> with American sounds like that but she thought it was really weird how somebody from the north of Yorkshire in England was singing with a pure American accent but I loved it and I really appreciated um, things that I got from Disney even to this day I really do love the music that they bring um, when it came to actually writing my own stuff I'd mainly done it as a personal thing to start off with mm-hmm. or when um, I was doing my GCSEs or my examinations and I, I wasn't very good at putting myself out there and really exposing myself um, so much so that my composed music that I submitted always got quite a low grade uh, whereas the songs that are writing in the background a lot of people were quite liking uh, so I did a lot of that and then when I got to university I was uh, writing my own track and I actually wanted to put 
myself out into a performance because I'd never done it before. And I thought, well, now's the time to do it, really, because I might not get another opportunity. So I did that and people really liked it and could really resonate with a lot of the emotions and things that I were bringing. So moving a bit more forward to near the present day. So in 2018, I had a good friend of mine who bought me a voucher to go, well, you know, in those studio days when you get to go in, you get to have a sing song. Mm -hmm. And I thought this is going to just be a brilliant time for me to have a great laugh. Mm -hmm. And the guy that was actually running the day, he said, wow, you've got this amazing voice. I want to give you an opportunity. And with the opportunity, I had to release um, three singles. And if I got 500 sales across the three singles, he would sign me. Well, that's quite adventurous is 500 sales when you're completely unknown. And mm-hmm. um, needless to say, I wasn't successful. But what I learned from it was invaluable. So I learned how to record. I learned how to mix. I learned how to distribute my own music. And it gave me that confidence. So although as a kid, I might have played some parts like Little Cosette in Les Mis or Annie, it actually allowed me to come out more as myself. So that's what kind of brings me to nowadays when I'm actually releasing more music about me and I'm allowing my emotions to really shine through. Mm-hmm. You just mentioned something that I want to get on, uh, touch on next because uh, it, I'm always interested in the writing part because I want to know, you mentioned a little bit what you draw upon, um, but most of your music is inspired by something specific. So is there anything that you draw on more, uh, life experiences, uh, things that you've done, you see maybe things you see people doing for your songs? The majority um, is my own personal experience and my own personal feelings um, because there's a lot of times where you can't really say what you're thinking out loud, Um, especially when growing up, I was told a lot that I wasn't allowed to speak like that. So I learned that I would just sing it and I would sing it through songs. I would really feel it through there. So that comes through with my music now, where, um, for example, Not Your Story, it came from a day where I was just sat there feeling like a number on a page, that people would use me like they would use a pen um, or a piece of paper and then just shove me back to the side. And I thought, actually, that's like a library book where somebody just you know pulls it down, ruffles through the pages, you just used and put back on the shelf. And that's what it's that kind of thing that really inspires the music that I do. Now, with not your story, um, the single that, that we're going to have on the show today, um, were you planning to write something like this, planning to make this a single? Um, I when when I've got a new idea, I like to jot things down, but I don't always go back to them. But with this idea in particular, so this is co-written with um, Zephyr Hill Music. And at the time when I was writing down all these ideas, he wanted me to trial out his new artist course that he has, mm-hmm. where, which goes through all the process, who you are as an artist, where can you develop, what song ideas do you have, and really narrow down what, what, what makes you an artist. And this was one of the ideas that I put forward. And we always work really well together, me and you. And he really caught onto this idea and thought this is a really great idea to move it forward. Um, so yeah, it just naturally developed in, in that way. So it was something that I had has had an idea of, but he really helped to push it further. 
Fantastic. So I think we should have everybody here right now. So let's play it. So let's do it right now. So here is Not Your Story, Lindsay Farrow, right here on the Sunday Night Army. go that was not your story Lindsay Farrell still with me right here on the show so let's talk about a little uh, about sound because uh I've, I've gone and done my research and played a lot of your YouTube videos because you know I like to do my research so I listen to a lot of stuff and it's it's 
a lot of uh, influences in your sound I can hear. Anything specific that you've listened to as a child or listened to now that kind of helps you with your, your own personal sound? Oh, I have such a wide taste in mm -hmm. music. Um, so from my Disney kind of side with that kind of wish the belt musical theater end to I adore Evanescence and Within Temptation. I'm actually seeing them later this year. I cannot wait. <laughs> um, but I also love like my Britney Spears, my Christina Aguilera, um, as far as even metal. So I, I really like baby metal. I'm a mm -hmm. massive, massive fan of seeing <laughs> them live. But then um, I also love like Melanie Martinez. So any artist that has a story to mm -hmm. tell um, and that I can really get into the emotion of what it is that they're saying and I can connect to it. That's normally the kind of artist that I like. Um, but obviously I do like a good belter track, mm -hmm. uh, even if I can't necessarily hit all the notes at the <laughs> same time. <laughs> well, it, it, I ask because now your story is a little bit of a harder track. It has a it has a sense of, of rock in it, right? So mm -hmm. there, there is a little bit of influence of that somewhere too. Yeah, so... When I, the first song I co-wrote with Zephyr Hill Music or Hugh um, was 11 Lies, which was also a very rocky track. Mm -hmm. um, and he turned to me when I was starting out on Twitter and was like, I really like his stuff on YouTube. Can we write something together? What inspires you? And at the time, I was getting lots of positive feedback as to how I was singing Carrie Underwood, mm -hmm. especially... Um, Oh, I've forgotten the name of the song now. <laughs> uh, but the one about slashing tires and oh, yes. all of that. And I sang, yes. yeah. A very angry song. And yes. I, yeah. <laughs> and I sang that with so much passion that it was like, actually, you've got that really good rocky kind of edge. Um, another track that I seem to perform really well is L King's X's and O's. Yes. So it's got that bit of grit and that little bit of power. Mm -hmm. And with my musical theater background singing as well, I know I've got that strength and that kind of real you know, gut sound coming through. Mm -hmm. well, and it... also with... Oh, go ahead. Okay. Um, and also with the it being about not your story and being built from the things that broke me and the songs about finding power within what could be helplessness or could be feeling really run down, a rock just really suited that kind of style. Yeah, I know, exactly. It was, it's really good. Now... You came out with this track. It's still early in the year. It's only we're about halfway of 2022. What else do you have going on for the rest of the year? At the moment, um, I'm always writing in the background. Not everything that I write does see the light of day, but it's good to get everything just out there. Mm -hmm. And me and Hugh are going to be writing another track together. So when this releases on the 24th of June, we're going to give it at least a week to be able to get all promotions or anything like that done. And then um, we're going to meet up again and we're going to start writing our next track. I'm also performing this weekend at the Scarecrow Festival in Yorkshire. Mm -hmm. So that'll be going, um, we've got that. So I'm mainly, I'm more responsive than proactive, I think. <laughs> um, it'd probably be good if I did have some kind of plan, but I find myself some mornings waking up going, no, I'm writing a song about that now. And then I'll just go completely down that way. So, yeah. Well, that's really good. You're really drawing on, <laughs> on, on current emotions and things happening. So that always creates good content. No, that's really cool. Now, 
we have the website, lindsayfarrell.com. Good place to go and check out and uh, follow. But what social media uh, would you like uh, the listeners to go check out and follow you to keep up with what you're doing? Um, so as always, my website is definitely the hub and it, it has all the links at the bottom. Mm-hmm. The ones that I'm the most active in and go first to are always Twitter mm-hmm. and TikTok. However, all my events are listed on Facebook. So everything that's like happening here and now. So for example, um, I was a bit grumpy this morning. So I put a tweet <laughs> out about that. And then on a Wednesday, um, I usually put a couple of videos out to TikTok and then link them through to my Instagram. And then my Facebook's just more of the collection of everything together. It's like a formal page. Okay, well, there you go. And of course, uh, Lindsay will be tagged on all uh, social media with this episode. Nice and easy. Click, like, follow, subscribe, all the other cool stuff. And I should have checked the tweets then before the episode if you were grumpy, so I would have been prepared better, Lindsay. Um, I do I was, I, was not on, I was not on Twitter this morning, uh, so I have, to, I have to step up my personal game. So well, all, the, all of those socials. But even better, Lindsay's track will be on this uh, Sunday Night Army Spotify playlist. Of course, add, like, subscribe, listen, listen, listen. You guys get those plays in and uh, make sure everybody follows that playlist. So, Lindsay, thank you for joining me on the show and sharing your track with us. No problem. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great. <laughs> <laughs>